Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. All right, everyone. Hey, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm your host, Heather Hartman, editor of Box Pro Magazine. I'm here with a special guest because all my guests are special. Tim, Tim, hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us today. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Yep. My name is uh, Tim Steele. I am the owner of CrossFit Hershey and also the owner of York Fit, which is an affiliate uh, about 30 miles away from, from Hershey down in York. Awesome. Tim, you have one of those names that's like Tim Steele. Like it could be on like a TV show or something. I wish I were as strong as my name was. It is what it is. <laughs> you, you wish yeah. you were actually made of steel? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would back that up more, but yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I just, I always thought every time I see it, Tim Steele come through my email, I'm like, that's such a good name. So anyways, enough about your name. Tim, why don't you go ahead and tell us this, your story? You know, how, how did you get into CrossFit? How'd you get into this industry? How in the world did you become an affiliate owner? Because there's always a story behind that. Well, I was, uh, I've been active in high school and college. Um, I moved back from the Chicago area to, um, central Pennsylvania. And I was working at a YMCA while I was getting my master's degree. And uh, my buddy, who was in the Marines at the time, sent me this article, the What is Fitness article. Kind of a classic story, I guess. I didn't realize this until a couple years ago. And I read through it, and I started, like, looking at the content. Like, what are they doing? Um, the GHD sit-ups really scared me because, like, man, this, guy, this is crazy. I never Olympic lifted because, you know, the guys in the tights did that stuff. And it was kind of weird. Um, so I played around with it for, like, two years. Um, and really, I tested it a fair amount before I actually I was, I bought in, you know. Um, and it was fantastic. Um, it got me into the best shape of my life. And, you know, the, I think the biggest struggle you had as a gym guy back then was, do you do cardio first or weights first? You know, it was like the big debate and, and this combined the two and it made it faster, made it more efficient to me. Um, and it got me in the best shape of my life. And I, I'm a st- I, I, you could argue at 38, almost 39, I'm probably getting into the best shape of my life yet. Um, and so, uh, he showed me that article, studied it a while, started doing the Globo Gym. They didn't get, they did not like that I did it there. So in July of 2010, um, I got a space about 1,100 square feet, and three months later became CrossFit Hershey, and we've been in the same space, expanded um, several times now, about 8,000 square feet. So we have a large side, 5,000 square feet, a small side, about 2,500 and about 500 vodka space. So we've been open almost. Nine and a half, ten 10 years coming next summer, 10 years. It is exciting. 10 year affiliate coming on up. Yeah. Right. I, I just yeah. missed the party they had this year. I Our know. Go out to the party, but I'm, just, I'm like number one guy getting shafted. So, <laughs> oh, you were like, you were just a little bit off, just a little bit off. Like, hey, double digits. I should have done this sooner, but that was cool. <laughs> Good. It's, been a, it's been an interesting ride. I'm really, yeah. it, it's gone really fast mm-hmm. at the same time. Cause when I got to your question, I kind of looked back and I was like, man, it just feels like it feels like it's been forever, but at the same time, it, it doesn't feel like it's been long at all. It's that it's a weird, it's weird to discuss. I was doing a podcast like two weeks with my buddy and I was like, man, I started this right when I, just before I turned 30 and that doesn't seem that long ago because I'm getting older, but at the same time, it's weird. It's just, um, and, and the education, the, the amount of growth, the coaches and everything, um, it's really wild. And, you know, like, I don't think we do it right. There's a lot of things we need to work on. Um, we don't have it right. I, I've tried to connect myself with some people smarter than me for advice. I have a coach that has been super successful um, coaching athletes and at his own affiliate as well. So 
um, that's really helped me out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I know you say your story, you're like, oh, it's like everybody else's, but it's, it's neat how similar everyone's story is. You're like, yeah. I don't know. And it just says something about CrossFit, like how people find CrossFit. So, but, so let's kind of talk about that evolution. Cause you've, you've been in business nearly 10 years. You've seen a lot change. You've learned a lot. And yes, you're not at, you're not there yet, but unfortunately, Tim, you won't ever be there. Yeah. Right. That's so. the motivator. Yeah, that's the motivator. Yes. So, but let's kind of talk about maybe, you know, where did the business start? And I mean, cause you have, you have two even affiliates now. So how did that kind of evolve? How did Hershey grow throughout the years and evolve into the business that is today? Maybe some key, key turning points or key realizations that you've had throughout the years. I think for me, the biggest thing has been staff. Um, I know a lot of gyms, especially locally, um, they have, like a, a lot of just part-time people. So no one's really committed. And we have up in Hershey, we have four full-timers. So it's my wife and I, Brandy, um, and then a guy, Richard, who Richard is a regionals athlete, pretty good guy. And he's down at our other flight today. So we've got four full-timers here that are committed to this gym. This is what we do for a living. This is our life and, and, and York. Um, there are not a lot of gyms around here that do that. Uh, whether it's a financial thing or they just don't have people that are committed. So I think that has been a huge reason for our success. Um, our part-timers um, aren't like, oh, I got my level one four years ago and that's all the education I have. A lot of them go on their own and get more education. And we require that. Like there, there are 13,000 affiliates, right? What's going to separate you from the guy down the street? Um, and we had one come in eight years ago um, and seven, seven years ago, six, seven, six years and, um, and that was hard for me because I was like, hey, we're just starting to make money, we're growing, and then they pop up. And, um, you know, someone told me, uh, I remember it was Eric O'Connor, I don't know if you know Eric, Flowmaster Eric, he's from around here. And his wife mm-hmm. told me, she said to me, she's like, look, the strong survive, be better. And I remember it was like, on a Facebook, she saw comments on Facebook, and I was like, you know, she's right. Competition's a good thing, right? You either rise or you, you fall. And so um, I think I like to think we rose and, um, yeah, it's kind of grown from there. And then we felt confident enough to go. I, I went to high school in New York. Um, I have some, some friends down there. So we opened up in New York and um, it's uh, it's growing well down there too. So, mm. Yeah. So what did it take to get to four full-time staff? What, what maybe, what, what did it take in order to get there and, and be able to afford that and be able to give them, you know, the yeah. careers that they need? Our goal was always when people came in was to serve them somehow. We don't push people into classes. We don't just funnel people in there. We want to serve you. So if you come in with a lot of issues, like our whole thing was CrossFit is for everybody. CrossFit classes may not be. So we can still do CrossFit, but a lot of times it's it's, it's, it's just you and the coach and working through it smart and scaling a lot. Um, so we have a lot of personal training. I think we have probably 40 to 50 personal training clients. Um, wow. So yeah, we push that. I mean, that's, we can serve people more, right? If you want more results, better results, working one-on-one where I can work on you, not you as a whole, I can work just on you, we're gonna see quicker results, probably bigger results. Um, and our members know that, um, all of our members know that, but a lot of them like class because their friends are in there. And if they weren't doing it, they weren't doing it there, they would not be going to the gym because it's just not fun alone. So we understand that a lot of them come because it's community and we've created, I say we, we, we've created a community. I mean, we as in, we've, I've created the space for it. The members and coach have created the community. Mm-hmm. I'm more of an introvert. 
Um, I, I like to, I recover on Friday nights. I'll be at home relaxing by myself to re-energize for Saturdays and the weekends. Um, my wife is different than me. Um, and, and so um, we try a lot to get, to get social gatherings. I'm not like the host in the middle of the guy in the party, you know, I'm off to the sides and we let it organically grow. And I think that's mm. been big. Our community is awesome. And it's not led by me. Our community is led by other members. Um, we have a, a good friend of ours who plans our Christmas party for us. That's her thing. Cool, man. Dude, that's off our plate. And is that like a that. relief being like, hey, like, I don't have to be that person? Yeah. Because for a very long time, we felt that. I felt that. And my whole thing was, if I want it done right, I'll just do it myself. And you can't, you, you, you'll break. And I was, I was so stressed out. Um, even when I wasn't working, I was still working in my head at home. And so my, probably my home life wasn't that great. Um, my wife will probably tell you that we have two kids. If I had a frustrating day here, well, they'd feel it at home. And so, um, I really had to learn. And I worked with my coach on that a lot too. My, my, my workout coach, um, uh, we, we talk a lot about that stuff. So, um, that's been a big thing growth, uh, growth wise for me. Um, I, I don't have much patience and that's helped me. My, the whole staff has helped me grow with that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think members stepping up and, and, and doing things like that has really taken the stress off of my wife and I. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, no. And I think that's cool. I think that's neat that you've allowed that to happen and then it isn't all on you and yep. you're, you know, you're not stressed out so you can do what you need to do then better Instead yep. of being like, well, I'm going to just be stressed super thin and none of it's going to be good. It's, so this is crazy. It, it's uh, the, the when we do work with companies and things, we talk about sleep and stress and, 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 and nutrition. Um, we had an issue in New York where we had we were short staffed for a little bit. Once we got that figured out, my stress dropped and I was hitting PRs. Not because I got stronger overnight, but it was because my stress is just dropping. And it was really interesting to feel that. It's the first time I ever felt it. Probably the least stressed I've been since we opened the gyms. Like I almost felt like I needed some, I needed more stress because I was so used to it and I felt almost lazy without it. Um, so that's been a weird thing too, when other people are stepping up and I'm able to step back and actually live life, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's speak on that a little bit, Tim, just because I know that that is a real thing for affiliate owners is that, that stress and living in that constant state of stress. Cause you're running a small business and that's yep. hard and that is yep. hard and it's hard to do it alone. So, um, it sounds like the staff was definitely a turning point, you know, getting those other staff in there, even allowing members to take ownership. What are maybe some other things that really helps, you know, you to release that stress and actually enjoy your life and not hate most of it? <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a tr- it was a trust thing because this was my baby. This this was my first baby, and so I didn't want to be away from it. I felt like I had to be here sometimes just to like be here and watch class. Even if I wasn't coaching, I'd still just be here to hang around. And and I, I think in my mind, I wanted people to see me just so they know that the owner's there a lot. And then I had I was talking to people like, dude, go home, like go home. And uh, and so we I don't started, want you here. But you know what I mean. And and it was good for me because I felt like. I'm here a lot in the mornings, so I don't see a lot of the, the evening people. And so I feel like I have to stick around sometimes so they see me. And I still do that now because um, I'm in New York a couple of days a week. So I want to make sure that, I, that I'm visible to people so I'm still a presence. Um, that's important to me. I'm here less now, um, but Caitlin's here more. So we're, honestly, we're always represented. Um, but I, I feel that small business owner, that's what you should do. Like we bought into this knowing that 
I'm, I'm not going to be here 10 hours a week. I don't believe in the hands-off ownership stuff. Um, I just don't. I don't, you can't know your members. If I'm programming for them and I never see them work out, how can I program accurately? Um, I think so I can see them moving the workouts I program. I can see how they're performing. I know they should be finishing this, this time or this many reps or this much weight. And if they're not, then I need to go back and, and adjust things. So I like to stay really connected with that, um, with our coaches, especially. So, yeah, no, yeah. Thank you. That, that makes sense. Hopefully, hopefully our listeners will hear that and be able to decrease some of their stress. So I'm, I'm a, I am a work in progress. I will tell you, I still, um, struggle with getting away. Um, like today, my Friday's a little light. I talking to you and I get to fix a bike and then take my son to soccer. So it is, it's, it's a little bit lighter. Um, but it's, it's way more manageable now. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. Um, I'm here almost every day. I work out on Sundays now because Tuesday's an off day for me, my rest day. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm still here every day, but I come in Sunday mornings at like six 30 and I can just chill. There's just, just me. And so that's my time alone. So that helps a lot. Yeah. 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 Hopefully none of your members listen to this. So they don't know that you do that and come in on Sunday. Yeah, well, so I, I find you. The thing oh, is, you do? To, so they know, but they don't come bother you. So that's good. They have to, they have, to have my music on. I threatened that already. And I, I don't listen to music that they like when I'm in the morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep them away, so. I love it. No, I love nobody, it. Be like, Hey, nobody wants to come in Sunday morning at six 30. You know, nobody wants to do that. I so, mean, yeah, no, I don't want to go do that on a Monday at six thirty. That's my. That's it's not family time. It's interrupting my family time, and so I'll do it if I can get home by eight eight thirty, and then we go to church around ten, so I can solve some family time. So that that helps. Yeah. Um, scores points with my wife too, so. Which is always a good thing. So. Always. Yeah, no, and that that makes sense. And I like how you've kind of found what works for you. And I do think that's important. Like, it sounds like you have really been like, you know, like this is, this is what is good for me. And I think oftentimes, a lot of times the personality type of affiliate owner is like, they just want to give, 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 and, you know, do everything for everybody else. And they don't take what's good for them and, and, and pour into that so that they can then pour in better to other people. So I just think that's awesome, Tim. Um, yeah. And I, I'm totally with that mindset. I, I understand that mindset. And I mean, it's, take, it's 10 years, right? It, I didn't do this year one. This is more, this is more last year than anything else. And I see some of these stuff on the, the owner's blogs, guys coaching like seven classes a day. I, I coach six classes a week. And that's as my role changes as an owner, that's, I know something that I've been told you're going to be coaching a little less, but I still want to coach. I do a lot of one-on-one. I do a lot of individual program design but I still like to do the group stuff. And so yeah. I don't want to ever want to be away from that. You know, I think Ben Bergeron still coaches a class a day. My coach, um, as a big affiliate, he still is very hands-on with people. So mm-hmm. I think when you, when you take that away, I, I would think members would notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't want to be the guy that's always in the office, just doing other stuff. You know? mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's, that's a, that's cool, Tim. So, um, kind of changing gears a little bit. Uh, I do want to ask just about, um, your two locations. How, how did York fit come about? Um, cause Cross, CrossFit Hershey was the first, yeah. right? Yep. And then, um, York fit, you said 30 miles away. So what happened there? Can you tell me that story? Um, we thought there was an opportunity to serve people down there. Um, I, we thought there was something lacking there. So we, um, we were looking for about three years. Um, we have an excellent staff down there. Um, very, very good staff, especially background in weightlifting is fantastic. Um, I'd put them up against anybody, anybody in the mid state. Um, Tony and Lindsay have been really, really good down there. 
Um, so it, it's different. It's a different culture than Hershey, which was hard for me because I was like, okay, this is going to grow in the same way this one did. And people are like this and they're not, not in a bad way. It's just, it's just different than I thought. So that's been a, a learning uh, on the learning curve for me too, again. Um, so it, it's, it's funny because I forget how it was back in 2011 and I'm experiencing that now. Um, and trust, you know, I think we've worked really hard to build trust. We do a lot of education. Um, I, I work with active life guys. I think they're fantastic with um, understanding the body and recovery and things like that. So um, we do a lot of that nutrition. We're, we're, we're way more than macros and, and that kind of thing. Um, Brain does a lot of stuff with hormone issues and stuff. And so we've tried to elevate ourselves above what any normal gym would do, let alone an affiliate. Um, we really stress education and I'm an education guy. Um, I like to learn and our coaches have to, it's, it's not really an option. It's, um, we expect them to, but that's how we stay ahead of the curve. So your came about, um, we prayed a lot about it. We, we looked for three years and, and finally found a spot and, um, it was good. Um, our coaches are great. So, uh, yeah, I'm down there. Uh, I go down there Monday, sleep down there Monday night, and then I come home Tuesday afternoon and I'm down there all day Thursday and no Saturdays. So it works. We've got a good crew of people. Um, we're building trust with them. Um, we've done so much up here for me. I can, I can talk to people in Hershey and they'll, they'll trust me because they know me. We're building that down in New York. Um, I think that's been slower than I thought it would be. Um, so, but it's going well. It's going well. We have a really good staff down there too. Yeah. So, so why, why York fit? Why not York CrossFit or some other CrossFit name? What, what was the change of that? Um, we wanted to be an affiliate, but step away from the CrossFit culture slash community in York. Hmm. So you kind of felt like what's going to be best for them there. We wanted, we wanted to be different than what was going on in York. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Is that kind? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that was good. I think that was good. Yeah. 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 So we, um, we have, um, we think we had something good in Hershey and we wanted to do it again somewhere else and expand. Um, when we felt that was the time around 10 years, um, I have a lot of friends on there. So sleeping down there was an, was an easy thing. And, and we felt that there was a, a good a population base, um, to do it. And so, um, yeah, that was the, 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 so we felt there was an opening we'll say. Yeah, no. And I mean, if you feel like you're doing something well and you want to share it with more people, it makes sense. So it's a good thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was our, was our theory. Yeah. So, so we talked a little bit about the trust and I, I do kind of talk about as well, like overall, um, having two locations. I know that's something that some affiliates toy with and some of them have, what maybe lessons have you learned in having two locations? Um, maybe lessons learned in just being like, okay, you know, this is what works, uh, for us. And this is what hasn't worked. Um, you know, building trust is definitely something that you were working on and it's definitely good to have, but anything else you can maybe speak on in that? I think the personalities are different. We took our coach, some, Richard and Kate and I, Richard, especially and I are down there most frequently. So we, we switched time between the two. I think okay. he would tell you too. It's, it's different people. Again, not good or bad. Someone's bad. And it's not that we have better athletes in one place. Um, it's a different culture. And I think, oh man, that's a tough question. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we do anything different. 
Um, mm-hmm. Your kit is nicer looking because it was all fresh and new. We had a, a basically new build out. Um, so we, we, we modeled that after what we would love to do here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we got equipment that we needed down there, not necessarily that we wanted to have, just that we needed, that we have a lot up here that maybe we don't use. So we got what we needed down there. So I think um, that was a good thing. We purposely overbought a little bit in the beginning. So as we grew, we wouldn't have to worry about the influx of that. So we're kind of ready for growth. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's been a pretty, we've been able to handle that pretty well. Um, okay. As far as management and things like that. So but that's a tough question. Um, yeah, I mean, that's something I could like over several beers on a Friday night. Like, I mean, don't <laughs> so like, get hmm, that right. Let me you think know? about this and pontificate a little bit. And I'm sure like Richard could, could talk about that too because he sees it, but um, that's tough. Um, I think there's different levels of dedication. I think some people don't understand our programming 100%. I don't program crazy every day. Um, our Thursdays are active recovery days. We throw some Ramad in. We do um, a lot of blood flow work. So come Friday, that can be more of a priority day and we can hit it harder, not just like on hanging on it's the weekend. Um, but we don't, like our Tuesdays are a lot of map work, like OPEC style map work, where it's just getting flow, moving with quality. Um, but we don't we don't count it every day. Like we, we want people to be members forever. We, want, we talk about the journey here a lot. Like I don't want you to get in the best shape of your life and and in theory, you're not going to go anywhere anyway, unless you're a freak athlete. I don't want you to do that for a year and get hurt and then say CrossFit hurt me. I hate this body. That happens a lot and it happened a lot down there. And so we're trying to change that mindset down there as well of, look, trust us. You don't have to crush it every single day. I use Richard as an example. Like He doesn't hit it hard every day. As you get older, you hit it hard less because you feel good less things. So if I feel good on a day, I'm going to let it rip. Knowing that, I might not feel good for a couple of days. Um, so we're trying to get people to understand that. We, we think longevity, like my coach talks about playing the long game a lot. Everybody should be playing the long game. Even at 26, for you, like, you're not going to make the games in two years. So I'm saying not why try, but think about 40 and 50 and 60. We want to be able to move and, and things. And like my three newest clients are all men in their mid-60s that want to move better. And, and I think that's awesome. So um, I think see, them getting them to see long-term CrossFit is the hardest thing right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a struggle for a lot of people everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I mean, it is hard when, so I, I coach, I coach at a local gym as well. And it's hard getting to see the athletes that are, are in my classes to see that, Hey, like you don't have to go hard today. Cause you went hard yeah. yesterday and you hurt today. That would yeah. be dumb. Like let's play the long game. And your stress is high. So chill. Like, and I think they think like, Hey, one day, one day going easy, isn't going to decrease your fitness, you know? And in fact, your body's starting to say inside saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting us breathe. A little and bit. it recovers better and allows you to perform better in the long run. Right. Right. Yeah. I've got a guy at our gym who just joined in New York, who he's a graduate church behind me in high school. And he was talking to him. He runs a lot. And he said, man, running, my runs are getting really bad. They're getting slow. And I said, when's the last time you took like four days off in a row? And he said, Right, 15 years. And I was like, dude, write that down in your book. It's like, write, go on vacation, take a weekend vacation. So for 15 years, I couldn't imagine that. Wow. <laughs> so you need to know what feeling good feels like. Um, mm-hmm. So it's getting those, those people to understand that. Like, you're not going to get behind the eight ball by taking even a week off. You work out for 15 years, a week or two, or even three. I mean, your body is going to feel amazing. 
So yeah. it, again, yeah. that's trust. It's trust. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. Thank you. Thank you for speaking on that. So, um, and then changing gears again, um, just kind of looking overall. So, so you've been in business for 10 years and Mm -hmm. things have evolved, you know, Hershey has grown, you've grown as an affiliate owner, your staff has grown. What have maybe been, let's, let's hit first some, some of the biggest challenges that you've had in business. And and we've, we've maybe touched on a few, but some of the biggest challenges that have, have happened in business, and then we'll swing over and say successes. So we can end on a positive note. Challenges, I think for me personally, it was becoming more hands-off. I was always very hands-on. I knew all the members. And as we started to grow and my role changed to being more like management, I wasn't coaching as much. And I think my self-esteem, you were like, oh, you're the number one coach. You're the best coach. And as you're not there as much, you're not the best coach or the favorite coach anymore. I think initially that kind of hurt me because I was like, man, this is, but this is me. This is, this is my gym. And, and I think, so for me understanding like, Hey, your role is changing. You want other people to be really good coaches. Cause if you're the best coach after 10 years, that means you're probably not producing really good coaches. Right. I think like a really good leader, if you're a good leader, you should be producing other leaders. I, I guess that that's, that's hard for me to, that was hard for me to do. Cause you want to be the favorite. You want people to respect you. And I think, so that was hard for me. That, that little transition was hard for me. Um, personally, my ego took a blow for probably four or five years ago. Um, so that was, that was a personal struggle for me. Um, even with like when, when Richard came in as an athlete and we started having athletes that were better than me, I was like, man, 10 years ago, I was like the stud around here, local comps. And now I'm not, and I'm aging. And, and that for me was a tougher transition than I thought. Cause yeah, I never want to admit anyone's better than me. Um, but he was he made regionals. I didn't. So, um, but th- that's, that's been a good thing now for me. I can see that. And like, I hope he, people like him a lot because he's our, one of our best, our best coaches. He has the most hours. Um, so we want that if they don't like him, then we got way more of an issue. So, um, me stepping back, I think was really, really hard for me personally. Um, yeah. uh, but other, other negatives when we had competition first, Initially, that was a negative, but I think that really helped jumpstart our growth. Um, that may have been one of the best things that ever happened to us. When I look back, at the time, it was very painful because we just had a baby, and you know we're you know a small business, and you're like, okay, we're finally making money. Baby's coming, and I hear this, and I'm like, man, this is. And uh, he was a pretty popular guy, um, and so uh, that was really really hard, and we just started to grind, and. Um, we're still around. And so, um, those were turning into pauses pretty quickly for us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think maybe my, my lack of patience has probably, I don't say hurt the business, but maybe slow growth. Um, cause I, I don't like to wait for things. I like to just push, push, push. So my wife is better at that. And she helps me hold back a little bit brandy the same way. So the staff helps keep me accountable. And I think we keep each other accountable which has been really helpful. Um, we're all different personalities, um, which is good. It's very good. If there were too many of me, then it would be a good thing. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's been it's been really good because Richard and I are very different. We handle things very, very differently. And Kate and Brandy are more alike. So um, having that's really helped have different personalities. And as coaches, there's some people that will come in that just won't get along with you. For some reason, they just won't. Yet they'll love your other friend who coaches. Good. I, then that's why you both coach, you know? 
we, you need different personalities. If every coach was like you or coach was like me at my gym, we wouldn't have as many people. Um, so as much as you want to think like you're a really good coach and you're a great personality, someone's not digging you, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that was a, I don't say a humbling thing, but I realized that I'm sarcastic, very sarcastic. And some people didn't like that. And so I toned that down a little bit, but all members have their favorite coaches. And I think that's good. And it's not me as their favorite. Um, so we have other coaches in place. So we've learned from that. So I think that's now a success. We've turned it into a success. Like you were talking earlier, you're never going to get it. You're never going to be where you want to be. And I think we don't look at people as numbers. Um, we, we're, we're consistently growing. But I look at it as we're serving more people because we're, you're constantly, we're constantly fighting. Oh, you do CrossFit? I'll pray for you. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt over there. We're constantly fighting that. So that's why we put so much education into prehab, rehab, active life kind of things. Not for me, I'm not getting any more like advanced gymnastics and that's why I, I need to do more long-term health stuff, um, kinesiology kind of things. So that's where my interest is now. Um, our, the people we're serving aren't trying to go to the games. They're normal Joes that want to function better after work with their kids and run around on the weekends. Like most people that do CrossFit, that's what most people should be looking forward to. So um, that's who we're trying to serve. I think once we understand that, that's what's going to make us successful. I think too many gyms are like, you know, let's make an athletic team. Let's make a team. Sorry, those days are kind of gone. And if you're looking for a super team, you're not making a super team with people in your hometown. Unless you live in Miami where they have a bunch. Like, you know, I'm not doing it in Hershey. You know what I mean? We're I don't not- know what they've been drinking down there, but it is yeah. something's in the water. In Cookville, but yeah. And, and it is what it is. I will never be that good. Like, if you see my legs, I'm a chicken. From I, I'm not that strong. I, I'm a distance runner. I'm great. So, like, conditioning pieces, long stuff, I'm good. But heavy stuff like today, I'm not. So I'll never be at that level. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. But I think we're yeah. understanding who we're serving now. And we're not trying to find, like, the athletes. I think, like, a lot of gyms kind of were maybe in – 2013, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, there was definitely a period where that was like a thing. Yeah. And it it definitely has died off. As it should, because those that's that's not who those aren't the people that you're trying to serve. Those people sadly are here and they're gone. Most of those athletes um, that I've seen. Um, and so we're looking at for long-term health. We're looking for people to trust us and to jump on board with their journey and stuff and let us assist them with that. So we really turned our focus to that way more than trying to do 35 unbroken muscle ups kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. still, you still want to push people, but not like that. So no. Yeah. That's, I mean, what is that going to do for the, the general person and their yeah. daily life? Yep. Yep. Like really you just need one muscle up. If you need a hop offense. It's true. It's about it. And a bar would be good, but it's you true. Have to, I've used it. rough yes yeah so yeah so yeah no I mean those that's a lot of that's really good points and and just when you said patience do you mean like being patient in decisions or an implementation or stuff like that yes yes and my wife will tell you the same thing I I just don't okay let's do it now if we're gonna do it let's do it now if we're gonna change something let's do it now um I don't want to wait um, I like to discuss things. There's an issue with a coach or a member. Well, let's discuss it now. Let's not wait till Monday. Let's do it now. Um, but I'm a, I'm a get it done. I think because if, if I don't, it wears on me yeah. much. I don't want to admit that, um, that, that I wouldn't get a good workout if I had something like that, that third. Um, and so I need to address that kind of stuff quickly. I think. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, um, that, 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 that makes sense. I'm, I function the same way. I'm like, gotta just do it. Just get done, get done. Yeah. And then it's like, yes. but then I don't fully process through it all or I don't have all the tools necessary. Right. Like, oh, well, <laughs> what'd you say? If you're right over half the time, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That's why I have staff to kind of my checks and balances. You know, they, they help me out with stuff. Well, I have an idea I always want to buy them and say, what do you think about this? Should we spend money on this for equipment and whatever it is? Um, and they'll keep me kind of in check. Mm-hmm. I think I think I've seen that in other people where the the president might be the guy that has all the ideas, but then someone's gonna be like, hey, hey, hold on, how do we implement that now? And yes. that's when having a staff of people you trust really, really helps, really helps a lot. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, um, kind of one of my last questions for you too, Tim is, you know, you kind of hit on the, that you did hit on the challenges and you hit on a few successes. Um, any other maybe things that you've learned over the years that have been like, you know, this, this has been really impactful and really powerful. And this is something that I think that we just do really well as a business. Um, I think our community I know this all crossfits the LFF community. Um, I think our community is awesome. Um, up at Hershey, especially that's where we've been open and we, um, we've done fundraisers. My, um, wife's sister-in-law, so my wife's brother's um, wife had cancer and we did a, a big fundraiser for her like, and five years ago and we raised like over $20,000. Um, we did another wow. time. Um, we had a, like a giving with grace and we did grace, um, with whatever we want to do it. So I did like two Oh five, Richard did two twenty five. people do. And you raise money. Like people give a dollar for every, every clean, for every pound you lifted, um, a penny for every pound you lifted. And we raised $18,000 for that. And what we did was it's cool. We put it in, a, in an account and we, so we were in contact with local school districts. Um, so we, we can buy coats for a bunch of kids that need them. So what we, that we have cool. and it's been awesome. And, um, there's a, a kid at the local high school who's wheelchair bound, um, who they, they needed to build a ramp for him. So we gave them money for the vote tech school to buy supplies and the vote tech kids built it. And I think that no other gym, your local golds isn't doing that. They're not. Um, in fact, when you go to the local golds, they're all wearing headphones because they don't want to talk to anybody. And I think, I think if you're at a CrossFit gym in general, you, if you don't fit in, it's probably because of you, because you're not trying. And I think, I really think that, um, if you make an effort, I mean, if you're different, whatever different is, you're going to be accepted. And I think that's a lot of affiliates. I think that's here too. And, um, so I think the giving, the financial giving, we're all blessed enough to be able to come to a gym that's more expensive than other gyms. And to whom much is given, much can be expected, I guess. Um, I don't I don't expect you to give money, but if you do, I think it's awesome. And so we're sitting on like a good amount of money to give away. Um, we, yeah. Whenever people need it, they email us and we have five people, five random members that are kind of active in the community and we vote on it. Mm. It's been awesome. So we'll just, we'll give them the money and, and, and bless them and stuff. I think that mm. to me and something that you don't expect when you open up a gym, like you're not like, yeah. let's open up a gym. And then, Oh yeah, we're going to raise a total of over $50,000 in 10 years just to give away to people. Mm-hmm. Like that's that you don't think about that when you're opening a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been something that was unexpected, but I think humbling, extremely humbling 
when you're looking at raising tens of thousands of dollars from people that just didn't have to give anything. Um, and they're just blessing the people that don't have as much around us. We bought a kid a bike, you know, was walking to school and like just stuff like we don't, you know, we don't these are great about. these are great stories and we don't think about it because you you have a car and you drive and mm-hmm. you know and, and if you didn't you, you, you your friend would drive you or whatever and, and we don't have like, you don't think about that stuff and so um I think that has been I'm not an emotional guy but like that's been probably the one thing that you don't expect when you're lifting weights with people like that side of it. I think that's been the, the craziest thing to me. When you take a step back, whenever this is over, when I'm on my deathbed in however many years, I can look back and say, man, that was really, really cool um, that we that we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and the book behind me, it's behind my head. You can see the one right by my hands, the one on the, right behind my ear. And they made that for me at mm-hmm. turn five. And it was a bunch of letters from members. And that was huge. Like that, I'm not an emotional guy, but that, um, I read that a lot alone. And I think that mm. you don't realize the impact you have. And it's not about the time I cleaned George 500 pounds, you're right next to me. It was way deeper than that. And I think that was like, probably one of the, I looked at it this morning before I went out and did the workout. And I was like, that's probably one of the best gifts I ever got from birthday, Christmas, whatever. Um, that was really, really cool. So I think the community, our community is, is unmatched. And I'm not saying this. So like somebody in California is like, well, ours is better. It, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's just the, the Every community of, is uniquely its own. Right? And it is. And I think that's the, that's the universal thing of cross. And that's why, that's why the open is so cool to me because all these people are doing the same thing. And, and uh, you know, and when you move somewhere, you can go to another affiliate and, and form those same bonds. And that's what we're doing in New York. And again, I, I say we're doing, it. I'm not doing it. It's people doing it. It's people in our community that, that are doing it. I don't sit there and say, Hey guys, you're going to be friends with them. Like, I don't, you know, we don't do that. We just, it's organic and it's awesome. And mm-hmm. so I think that, I think that's been the part that for me has been the most unexpected and probably one of the most grateful things. Again, I'm not, I'm like more hard. I think people think I'm not like tougher exterior. That's the stuff that I think at the end of the day, I don't care about your cleaning jerk. You know, at the end of the day, did, did you, did, did we affect your life positively healthy? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But I think it was way deeper than that. And I think if you, yeah. if you don't see that, I think, I think every now and then we all need to take a step back and say like, even if you're having a rough day, like look what we're doing, like look what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe it's not what we're doing. It's like, look what's happening here. We've given this a space. That's all I've done. I, I pay the rent, right. For people to come and chill and become friends I don't make them become friends. I don't take them out to pizza. You know, they've just organically become really good. We have people that have become lifelong friends because of this place. That's not me. We open the doors. And that's not, so that's the stuff I think that there's one thing that, that I could say is just phenomenal about this place. It's that, um, it's not, I haven't sent 15 people to regions. I don't have any games teams. And most don't. And I think if you're striving for that, you kind of need to get a life. You need to check your priorities. Um, mm. the, yeah, I mean, it, especially these days. Um, so yeah. I think the the community and the gym thrives when you have those those people at the core that really mm-hmm. keep together. And that's not coaches. That's not that's not coaches. That's that's members that that love this place. Um, and that that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah, awesome, Tim. Good. <laughs> Good stuff, man. You have been in business for almost 10 years. 
goodness. Hey, seriously, thank you so much for, for, for being on the show. It, it's been, a th- I mean, I enjoy talking to you and it's, it's great to be able to like just chat face to face and be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's just talk about this. So seriously, thank you so much for just imparting your wisdom and, and for our listeners, guys, Tim's a smart dude. He, he's learned a lot about patience and trust and still maybe look at, he's still learning, still learning, cool. but maybe look at your own business and see, Hey, are these areas that need growth? And honestly, they probably are. They probably are. Um, but yeah, Tim, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for And that wraps it up for this episode of Box Talk. If you liked what you heard, or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, let me know by emailing heather at peakmedia.com, peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. As always, thanks for dropping in.